Thomas Dancer, the can of freeze, car back with speakers, the cheese from the 40s and the chicks with beavers, the northern light in the southern comfort, and it don't even matter if your fame's a punk, unless it's all good, and it's all in fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host with the most since tonight. I have the beautiful, the talented, the smartest person that I've come across to date, two-way patriot mama. Hello, how are you? We followed each other forever. I feel like we've been TikTok best friends forever, but we've never actually interacted. No. She's you're you're one of the people that I seek out when I get banned. Like I usually in the first couple of weeks I find you and I'm like, there she is. And then I, like, I put you in my pocket, you know, and I'm grabbing everybody back. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. You're on that list too. You're on the top 10 list. <laughs> like I won't find it. I'm like, all right, I'm banned. Number 16. All right, let's go. Let's go get to the top 10 list. And I go and find oh my God. <laughs> I know it is so ridiculous. And we're doing, so we got, we got sunken back, which was my big account. And I've, we've been doing pretty good on it. Nothing, but we're not going after anybody either. Like we've kind of stopped that. We're not attacking people. We're out more with the information and, we're talking about the gasoline Maxwell trial. That's one big thing. And then a lot of the other things that are going on with the mandates. So that's kind of where we're at now. So we've been doing okay. Yeah. There. We have not been doing very well on Instagram though. Apparently I am, I'm a ghost on Instagram. You can't find me. I've had a couple people reach out and say they can't find me on Instagram. That's which... how what's going on with me on TikTok right now. They have me shadow banned. Oh my God. Because what a nice. December 6th. They will not for you page me. They will not nothing. And I'm like, okay. What a nightmare. It's all right. I'll bust it. I, well, I don't know, but there's there's nothing you can really do besides to spread everybody everywhere. And this is it's one of the biggest reasons that I've started the show. So that way, at the very freaking least, right, I can be here and I can you know right. and I can talk like this. Well, that's um, the same thing. That's why I'm you know I I joined a podcast too. They invited me on as a guest a couple of months ago, and they're like, "Will you mm-hmm. stay on with us?" And I said, "Absolutely." If I you know, and we're on Rumble and. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's where we get our voice heard. So, you know, there's a lot of things I won't post on TikTok knowing that, you know what, every night, Monday through Friday, I'm going to voice. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my co-hosts, Chad. <laughs> oh, Chad. Chad's on it. Chad, smash that like button. I search multiple <laughs> times a day. Yeah. So we did. Let's and I have a few housekeeping items really before we get started. I do have a video that I got to play and we got some more from our sponsors. But really quick, I've got to update everybody just really fast. Instagram uh, is being we were talking a little bit backstage. 72 watching only 28 likes. Come on, you guys. Come on. Or smash the dislike button. I mean, if that's why you're here, that's cool too. Like then I can kind of gauge. Anyway, Instagram, like the last week or so, something shifted, something changed. All of a sudden I'm like, I'm I'm not easily found. And like people are unfollowing me involuntarily. Like I'm getting DMs, just some weird shit. So we might be tying down on the Instagram just a little bit. And um, we're working on, we're probably going to have, I'm probably going to have to go to Telegram and started Telegram to post a lot of the stuff that I've been posting because Insta's just not real thrilled with me right now. So eyes open for that. The second thing that I have is we did, I did restart the rumble today because YouTube's been really good to me and I haven't had any problems with it. Um, but I do want to have it as a backup, kind of like you were, you were talking about as a backup. So I'm going to be re-uploading all of the lives that we're doing at night to rumble. So if you want to go and subscribe to our rumble, that way you're already there in case anything happens here. Because if we go down on YouTube, we go down, there's no warning. There's no nothing. I'm just not here anymore. So, and then we'll go up on YouTube and that'll be that. Um, And with that, I do have a quick ad and word from our sponsors. So give me one second and we'll be right back. Hey there. And welcome to the show. Be sure to check us out at Strictly Patriots, an e-commerce site made by Patriots for Patriots. Find all of your favorite creators all in one place and sell your own products without fear of cancellation. And for all of your health and wellness needs, we have teamed up with rogershood.com and ariesessentials.com to take care of cleansing your body of unwanted toxins and calming your nervous system with CBD oils, body butter, and gummies. Use Shipwreck 5 for 5% off your first Parify kit with rogershood.com and Shipwreck 20 for 20% off all of your Aries Essentials products. Also, be sure to check out our merch. That's it. That's all I got. Enjoy the show, guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for being here. And I love your faces. Bye. So really quick, you guys, all of 2A Patriot Mama's links are also in the description below. So make sure you go check her out in all the places as well as her link tree, which has got all the goods in it that we'll kind of be talking about tonight um, and so on and so forth. With that being said, you guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to the live 2A Patriot. I'm so honored to have you here. We're just going to kind of dive right into it. Your platform and kind of what you you talk mainly about is a very 
and I don't want to say touchy subject because it's not touchy. Like it's a subject that I think everybody should talk about it. It's a very sensitive subject. It makes people very uncomfortable and that's fine because I'm all, I'm here to make people uncomfortable. This is what I do. So why don't you talk to everybody maybe who don't know you as well as like I do and what you do, kind of what you do, kind of why you do it. And, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Does that, will that be work for you? That works. Okay. okay John. So- <laughs> So, um, you know, I've used Facebook, been silenced, used Instagram, you know, you can only do so much on there, you know, found TikTok and found my people on there. You know, obviously I'm a conservative, you know, I fight for our rights, but my main thing, you know, I do go down the conspiracy rabbit holes and follow all of that as well, but I stay within reason with the conspiracy theories. And the one thing that actually touched me and um, got me going was the child trafficking. Now, yes, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about it, but there is a very harsh reality to it. And that's what I actually, you know, base my platform on. And um, I try to raise as much awareness as I can with the facts that I can put out there. Um, You know, I support OUR Rescue and I tell everybody, listen, if you want to support an organization, um, do your research. That specific organization worked for me. You know, I did a lot of research on it and I do like what they do. Um, But, you know, child trafficking is a very, very harsh subject. Child predators, anything to do with children is a very touchy subject. A lot of people think that just because, um, you know, it's too much for them to look at, it's just going to go away. It's not going to go away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen things that I care to, uh, wish that I have never seen. And I've lost a lot of sleep over the past few years with it, but, um, these kids don't have a voice. Um, they need people like us to raise our voices about it. And if we're not getting loud and getting in the streets or getting on these platforms like TikTok and raising our voices about it, who is going to save them? You know, who's going to wake everybody up about it? It's real. It's right under your noses and it happens every day and it's going on even more so with what's going on at the border. Um, the, the statistics with it is disgusting. It's disgusting. It's actually probably at this point, the number one business in the world and the customers right here in America. We are the number one customer. We pay, we are infested with pedophiles in this country. They're treated as a product. They're treated like drugs being carried across the border. They're being brought here from all these countries um, because they're undocumented. The most wanted child is an undocumented child. Mm -hmm. These kids need our voice. And yeah, I'm going to get loud. And the more they try to shut me down, 16 accounts in, um, I'm sorry, the louder I'm going to get. You just turn my volume button up even more. You're trying to shut me down. You allow all these pedophiles that we've uncovered physically that are actually selling children or selling pornography on these apps. Guess what? I'm going to find you. I'm going to report you to the proper authorities. We have a nice little team working behind the scenes with a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I don't particularly post, you know, the pages that we find on there. But you better bet your ass that we're working behind the scenes doing the right thing to get these people taken down. But, and I think that's one of the reasons that, like, I have so much respect for you. And we dove down this rabbit hole uh, for a while because I think what opened it up was the rabbit hole for me. Now, I've grown up. I've had my own, it, without getting into too much detail, I mean, I've had my own experiences with a lot of something like that. And it was very similar. And what I think a lot of people don't understand too, when you talk about human trafficking, I mean, there's, there's that it's, you know, there's the dirtiness of it and there's the, you know, just the kids and dark rooms. But a lot of times too, it's, it's like these foster kids, right. That are being sold to your neighbors that are being sold across the street that are being, um, and I've got a video that I'm going to play here for just a minute. And this is a Ted talk for youth. Um, and she talks a little bit about a story. So I'm going to play this video real quick and then we'll kind of get back to it. Give me one second. Letitia Serrano is a normal teenage girl. She goes to school and is often seen hanging out with her friends. She's a family that loves and cares about her. After school, she would go to a local diner and hang out for hours. She was known in the community because she would volunteer often. She had good grades and was known as a role model to fellow students. But something was going on that not a lot of people knew about. Not even her family knew that every night Letitia Serrano would leave with a man much older than she was. 
he would buy her expensive things and tell her that he loved her. He brought up his financial situation, telling her it wasn't too good. And if he, if she wanted a future with him, then she'd have to do something. He knew a way that they could make money fast. This man was trafficking Letitia Serrano. He would drive her to other men's houses and she would be forced to go along with what he said. Letitia Serrano was 13 at this time. Now she was able to get out by age 15, but most victims aren't as lucky. October 12, 2019, Letitia Serrano took her own life. She's never truly recovered from being with this man. Human trafficking is an event that has plagued our society for generations. The shipment of young boys and girls, men and women around the globe for forced labor or sex purposes. Today, I'll be focusing on sexual trafficking, specifically in children and teens in America. Today, I'll be going over how victims are persecuted and discriminated against because it is most often not the abduction case the media likes to portray. The main issue with human trafficking is people being uninformed about how and where victims are coerced into these situations. 55% of all human trafficking victims are young, are underage teenage girls, specifically between the ages of 12 and 14, while the entire age range can be as low as one year old up to when victims turn 18. The conviction rate for traffickers is often very low, with them being able to pay bail and not being sentenced to very much jail time anyways. The main place where cases are reported is the District of Columbia. There's more cases reported here than in any state, so it'll contribute greatly to the statistics brought up today. The UNODC put out a global report on human trafficking in 2018, with virtually thousands of cases going unreported. Now, cases are often private, and not many people know about what is going on. Likely, the magnitude of the issue dramatically understates what is actually going on. The hotline states that the covert nature of the operations and lack of awareness caused for victims to go stories being untold and unknown about. Some experts argue that the opioid crisis has contributed greatly to human trafficking because those addicted to drugs are particularly susceptible to being trafficked. There are many different tactics used by traffickers to draw victims in. As I said earlier, abduction is a way that they are brought in, but is most often not the case. It's more likely a slow process known as grooming. Victims are usually brought in with a romantic approach. Someone will approach them on the street, maybe meet them online and convince them to meet up with them and slowly convince them that they are in love with them and to get them to go along. An example of this is the story I told at the beginning of Letitia Serrano. Now, these are known as these are known and addressed as Romeo pimps. Now, we see cases like these all the time, and they are most common. Now, another type is known as a Hollywood trafficker. You can find these in big cities such as Hollywood, LA, Miami, or New York. They tell the victim they're heading to a modeling, singing, or acting shoot that they think they'd be perfect for and convince them to come along. They say they will have to do this just once, and then they'll be able to make it in the industry. Now, as we can all assume, it is not just once. The victim is repeatedly brought to these places, promise that soon they'll be able to go into the industry and be able to pursue their art form. Another trafficker is parents themselves. These are where we find the cases that start the youngest and go up until victims turn 18. Now, these are the cases where we see the victims most brainwashed and believe that what they're doing is normal and they don't quite understand the severity of their situation. They may go out and do what their parents are telling them, as we've all probably done. Imagine if your parents had told you to do this. What is the chance that you'll say no? What'll happen if you say no? Because they're so young, they don't realize what is going on. These are another really common type. Now, let's head into spotting the signs. Spotting the signs for human trafficking is quite difficult because it is really common things. It's signs that someone has stayed up all night and seems dr dramatically tired during the day. If they seem more distant, secluded, secretive. Now, these are pretty normal things. See people in the hallway all the time just walking by themselves. Now, as they get further along in the process, you may be able to see signs of physical abuse or distress. It's a difficult topic to del delve into, but it can be easily understood quickly. If you're willing to reach out to these people and check on them, it could mean the world to them. Now, I've brought up a few numbers today. I want each of you to remember that these are not just numbers. Each one of these people is a person that is directly affected by human trafficking. They have friends and families. They know what is going on, but they might be ignorant to the signs or 
they might not be able to see what is going on. Now, they may be ignorant to the signs or not quite knowing what's going on, but it's important that we are able to work as a community to get people away from these situations. If we can work together to spread awareness, it can help get people out of these situations each and every day. Thank you. Now, I really liked that video. One, because she is super, super young and she's very nervous. You can tell she's very nervous, but she's speaking on such, and she's super young. She's speaking on such a sensitive topic. Like, and I just, I, that, that, I watched a bunch of videos today because I wanted to show one tonight that kind of did exactly that. And that was the one for whatever reason that hit me the most. Um, what uh, thoughts? Like, what are you, like, she right? She wrong? Did she, she nail it? I will tell you, uh, well, one, I will say that um, a a lot of these traffickers will tend to target um, young girls that are looking for that starter or come from broken homes. You know, the the first thing that they want is they want somebody that actually comes from a broken home, that their parents aren't on top of them or they, you know, are living in poverty or whatever it is. And they're looking for something. They want attention. So they prey on a lot of those types of victims. Um, the modeling agency, I will tell you from firsthand experience, my mother took me when I was a teenager to one of New York City's uh, top modeling agencies. They recruited, uh, they found us, I don't know what happened. So we went for the modeling shoot and everything. It was in the very early 90s. I thought it was the 80s, it was the early 90s. Um, I was a teenager. And um, you know, my mother brought it up to my attention recently and I didn't understand at the time, but my mother was uncomfortable when we went back to go pick up the composite cards with the headshot on the front cover and the back of the card actually. So we went there to talk to the head of the agency and they said, listen, you know, he, you know, we get lists of jobs and stuff that your daughter would be, uh, you know, would fit the description for, you know, we want you to just leave her here for the day. And then she would do the jobs and you could come back and pick her up. My, my mother was like, she's underage. I'm not leaving her here. Right. Um, but my mother recently was in my house and she's like, she goes, just remember this. She goes, think back to that day. And I said, okay. She goes, remember sitting at the desk with them and I picked you and they wanted me to leave you there. And they were so insistent on me leaving you there for the day. And she's like, no way. My daughter is not of age. I'm not leaving here for the day. I'm going to be right. with her. She's like, who is standing against the wall? She's like, think about the woman standing against the wall. She goes, what did she look like? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, it was fucking Ghislaine Maxwell. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Listen. Maxwell. I can't, I'm trying to dig up. I don't oh know if they still God. have the composite cards because it would have the modeling agency, but it was one of the top modeling agencies in New York City. She was there. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so I'm going to say something. She here stood about there against the wall like this while the the head of the agency was trying to convince my mother to leave me there for jobs in the city by yourself. How old were you? I, I, I must've been like 16, 16. I don't even remember, but yeah, that's insane. She's was listen, she's going to, she's going to get off. I have, I, unless, and then I want to talk about this tonight too. This was one of the, the big things that, so we've been talking a lot about it, but information is sparse. So you've got a tracker that I've been watching in your link tree. She's got a tracker on the trial and her link tree link tree is down here in the description, but it, and it's from uh, Bloomberg news and it gives lib- live tweets, but they're live tweets basically from an overflow room. And, and it's just kind of odd because of COVID. And so I'm getting like information, but it's, it's really spotted information and everything that I've, I've seen like they they basically got up there and they they persecuted Jeffrey Epstein. She's not Jeffrey Epstein. But well, everything that they talked about she's serving as proxy for him as well. She she was, but they really didn't do a lot to prove a lot of that. Like everything that came back that could be damning always came back to Jeffrey Epstein it seemed like that she may get like assault or molestation, you know, but I why well, I, I or at get hit with a very light sentence. I, and I'd like to know your thoughts. And then I also know that you know of another case after this, which I did not intentionally did not go and look up because I wanted to bring you on so you could talk about it. So I didn't want to like learn a lot about it. So talk to me a little bit about this. Like, where are you at with the guessing okay. Maxwell case? How do you feel? Let's go. 
Okay. That's what, that's what I do. So I've been following the case since the beginning. Um, let me just say also that my stepfather used to run the entire Brooklyn Supreme Court criminal term. He was the chief. He was over the judges. He was over everybody. So over for over 40 years. So I do speak to him often about, um, you know, the legal part of this. And, and let's forget conspiracy theory and all this stuff that people have put out there about Epstein. At the end of the day, we know that Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein were partners hand in hand. So whatever he did, right. she did. Um, yes, he is gone. Cut. Gone. There we go. We got you covered. I don't think he is. But um, no, we don't either. I don't. Okay. Um, so, and, and the fact that they actually made her proxy uh, for him as well, because they were actually bringing his case into this, because it's the same case, it's the same stuff. They were always together. Um, I've been following the judge and a lot of people had a lot of doubt about this judge, but I will say this, listen, what do you expect? Do you, do you think that every judge that we're going to have on a case is going to be Trump appointed? No, there are still people out there that do follow legal law. They do That's follow justice. Yeah. Um, yep. and from what I have been watching with this judge, all the motions since the beginning, she has been denying everything that Maxwell's lawyers have been asking yes. for. Everything. They ask for bail. They ask everything. for yep. everything. And they, she shut. The, now, I'm, and I'm not saying this is a judge or, or a Democrat or she's paid off. I'm saying that just based on the, the what we've seen from the case, it really just screams that that it's going to come out that yes, she was involved, but it seemed like every time that the prosecution wrapped something up, it always went to Epstein was the one that actually did it, and that's where I got hung up on it because I'm like they can't pin her. She may have been in the room. She may have allowed it to happen. She may have not done anything. But he's the one that actually, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I okay, but that, okay. that's not because that's just my observation. But, but with that said, um, huh? the fact that the jury who is in deliberation right now, the things that they're asking for, the things that, um, now, mind you, listen, we know that Virginia Jeffrey was taken off the stand for this the media ran with it like oh god she's not credible because what happened was is that the defense attorneys actually brought in the uh the false memory expert who has a very very bad reputation in in you know the psychological you know psychology world and everything and she's got a very she even had an ethics uh, claim brought up against her that she does right. victim, she victim shames basically is what we want to call it um so with that, the prosecutors in turn said, OK, fine, we're bringing in a grooming expert who has a very great reputation. So they brought her in to battle. But they also said, all right, we're going to take Virginia Jeffrey off the stand, because if we put her on the stand, even though we have these other witnesses, these other victims, even if they are anonymous, we have enough for first mm -hmm. of all, let me tell you, for the government to actually go after Maxwell and arrest her and get her where they did not grant any bail whatsoever, no. they had to have had such substantial substantial evidence against her, like enormous evidence against her to do she, what they did. She obviously, because she had decided not to take the stand and she had she had put in her, yeah, her request. She says, yeah. She's like, I'm not so, taking the stand because they have not proven beyond a reasonable doubt that I did anything. First of all. That's, that's ballsy. That's. It is ballsy. Prosecutors actually brought two weeks worth of, of witnesses to the stand and everybody's statements all tied into each other. They all lined up with each other. They took Virginia Jeffrey off the stand and I'll explain why after. But then the defense, you know, they took that break, um, the three day break. And I first it happened where there was a lawyer. They did not say which lawyer had some type of and they ended the day. I think that there might have been a death in the family because then they had a three day break. So it might have been something where it was a death in the family that that's okay. what happens. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, they still came back. And now the defense took the stand, brought their witnesses. It was their turn. Um, they had maybe three witnesses that actually really were of nothing to speak about. And then all of their other witnesses either refused to take, they pleaded the fit. There was a whole bunch of things yeah. and, and they started complaining like, well, can we yeah, they had them? like 16 different witnesses and then none of them would come and take the stand. So they, they asked the judge, can we have some more time to get them here? And the judge said, no, you had plenty of time. No, finish whatever you got. Let's go. That's it. We're yeah. done. You had plenty of time, which is true. Yeah. So the judge said once again, no, you cut off. So um, 
they rested their case, they had their closing arguments, and now, you know, the jury is in deliberation and everything like that. So the judge, uh, so now the jury over the past couple of days has asked for all the post-it notes. They have asked for all of the stuff from uh, the, the police officer Parkinson who took the stands for the prosecutors, who was right. the one who raided the off, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's house in 2003 and 2005. Mind you, when he raided that house, that's the bins of all of the videotapes. That's the bins of all the thumb drives, the CDs and everything. Now, what a lot of people don't know about is that the judge actually gave a special Saturday session for unsealing for the jury. The jury had a special day of all unsealing of stuff that was actually too sensitive to be brought out into the court. They were actually able to see a whole bunch of stuff that nobody knows about. Okay. That we didn't get to see. And the reason, and I asked my stepfather, I said, why would they do? He said, because the material was too sensitive. It's things that actually were private. Now, yes. Do we want to know everybody that has been involved? We do. But with the six wow. charges brought against her, one of them in particular is the trafficking. If they do not find her guilty on that specific charge, especially, they can't, however, go after everybody else that might be involved that they might have trafficked children to. So that's why it's so important. They need to find her guilty on especially that charge. So, you know, the fact that the jury is actually getting very thorough and now the judge has turned around and said, listen, with COVID actually, you know, in New York coming about and they're looking to do lockdown. She's like, now the jury is going to stay an extra hour every day. I don't care if we have to go into weekends. We're going to go at this, and, and I don't care how long the jury takes. So the, the defense team was like, well, we need to cut this. You know, they need to have a, a time limit. And the judge said, no, the jury will take as long as they need to go over everything that they need to go over to make sure that they get the proper verdict. This judge has been solid. I got to be honest. I really think that at the end of the day, she will be found guilty. I'm hoping on all six charges. I don't have a crystal ball, but from what I'm seeing legally, Behind the scenes, they're going for a guilty verdict and they're making sure that they get it right. So, oh, go ahead. Nope, keep going. No, no, go ahead. So if they find her guilty in all these charges, now she's got another trial after this. Is that, am I saying that right? He does. But let me also point out on this charge, they also, her defense lawyers actually uh, wanted to do a plea deal. The judge said no. You know why? Because they have all of the names already. They have the evidence. It's just that it hasn't been brought out. They actually tried bringing uh, Jeffrey Epstein's sweetheart plea deal that happens way back when. Um, mm -hmm. And they said, no, we're not bringing that into this case. So what now is going, it, what has been said is that if she is found guilty, she is actually using and holding back names, which they have already, um, to negotiate her sentencing. She's ready to spit names to negotiate a lesser sentence because she could serve up to 80 years if she is found guilty on all, all six charges. But with that said, with this case, once it ends, once they have the final verdict on it, the next judge, Judge Loretta Preska in New York, mm -hmm. is also hearing, um, and she has requested, as soon as they have the verdict on this, two weeks from that verdict, they want the opening statements presented to Judge Loretta Preska to start that trial for Virginia Jeffrey versus Maxwell. Now, Virginia Jeffrey is the big witness here. The reason okay. they pulled her off the stands is because they wanted to keep her credibility alive, uh, uh, intact. They didn't want them to shake her credibility because there was one dis discrepancy as far as her age when she worked at Mar-a-Lago. But Virginia Jeffrey is the one that has all of the juicy shit. She's the one that will even bury Maxwell even more. Not only that, but that's why they also pulled Prince Andrew's information out of this case, because another judge has now set a hearing date for January 4th for Virginia Jeffrey versus Prince Andrew. That case is so big that they pulled it out of this case. They pulled Virginia Jeffrey off the stand. So now Virginia Jeffrey is going to testify, uh, have her case against Maxwell with all of her shit that is worth an entire other case. And mm -hmm. then she also will be with the hearing with prince andrew who is actually trying to get out of it with loopholes as of today and i'm like okay he's, well, and i think he's been trying they've been trying to get him out of it with the loopholes forever like as soon as that picture started as soon oh. as those pictures kind of dropped and he's been and the queen like the whole it's like they've been this whole thing they've been trying to initially they said no that's not him but it's like that really looks like i him. think the queen is dead and i think they're trying oh to my god her. me too 
I think she's dead and they're trying to keep her alive just so that they can use her to try and get him out of this. He's shitting his pants. You think so? Yes. I think the Pope is dead too, but I don't know if the Pope has anything to do with it. Well, actually I do. I think he's been dead for over a year. Well, I'm pretty sure he's dead now because somebody slipped up and said it. But here, so there was a picture and it was, was was it like the Pope and... They were at like they were at his cabin or something like that. Like he was wrapped into this. Like he's the. They were at Queen Elizabeth's cabin. Yeah, uh, they were at like they're was, all like all the dirty bricks are all. And I think that was actually taken at the site where she has her cabin and has the woods where we saw the picture of all of the FBI vans that they actually send these kids into the woods and they hunt them for sport. Right, you straight out Hunger Games type shit. Like this if you is people I, think that, that doesn't go on. You're out of your ever loving minds. It goes on. Man, it absolutely does. We covered this too. This went a while back. Cause this, I dove into this cabal shit. Like I watched fall the cabal. This is what happened. And there was a part in there about this. And I'm like, but then I started to look, oh, I'm like, oh my God, they do this. They hunt like, and such as people here, they hunt these kids like straight out the hunger game. Of course they and then do. They take, they take bets on who's going <laughs> to. Look at the video the of that person climbing out. Like, I can't tell how old that person was, but look at the nude body that was, and they said it was a movie. I'm like, climbing out of, of, of Buckingham Palace, of bed sheets tied, had blood on them, and fell naked. Why would somebody naked be climbing out of the window of, of the castle? Uh, and they said it was a movie. I said, I have yet to see the movie. Did you not produce the movie? What, what movie? What movie? I've heard that somebody told me that. So we we when we dove into all of this too, the where we stopped. Where I did st- I had to take a break with the trafficking, but I stopped frazzled. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's Hillary Clinton and John Podesta, and this fourteen-year-old girl, and it is. That, I that was know a, somebody that works in that precinct, and I will tell you this for firsthand. Those cops had to sign waivers not to speak about what were they found on that laptop. Yeah. So, not true. I mean, you'd make my whole day. That video haunts the shit out of me. It's true. I know. Somebody tried to tell me it was a it was a movie, or they were doing a thing for a, like a B movie, and I'm like, man, listen, I have been around the block a for a of, long time. I know those of, voices. There's a lot of spoof out there about the video and stuff, but I will tell you this from what I have learned um, and what I have heard. Um, from firsthand from people that actually work in that precinct, it's true. Yeah. They yeah. can't say it outright, but they looked me straight in the face and and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I so, see some stuff, but mm. okay. So I'm I'm gonna backtrack here for just a minute. And I'm, I'm gonna ask it. No now I know we're not gonna get like big into the conspiracy theories, but we're we're here. And so at the beginning of this, one of the first things that I'd heard and that was I understood when I started to really dig into all this was that no matter what I found at this point in the game, it doesn't matter because it's already been taken care of. Then that I kind of hung on to that, and that's kind of what got me through the Podesta stuff because I'm like, this isn't still happening. Like it's still happening, obviously, with people like people. But as far as this elite, this the hunting of the and you know that that's all been taken care of already, and and we're it's just now starting to leak out, and we're just now starting to get to know about it. But uh, what are your thoughts on 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 that? I, I, are we still dealing with like this, or is this being like cleaned out? And now we've got some lower level dumbasses doing the trafficking that are just, you know, because they're still uh, getting popped. I'm seeing these rings every day going down from all these different states. It's still happening. What I artists- is that, yes, it was very big at one point. <clears throat> I think when Trump, all right, so when Trump came into office, uh, what did he do immediately? He was attacking he wrote the, trafficking, yeah. his executive he order. He put together the teams. Yep. Right. That was like the first thing he did. And nobody talked about it. Do you know how frustrating that is? Right. You know, and they all bitched and moaned at him um, that, you know, he was separating people at the border from the kids and they were all down there bitching and moaning, blah, 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 blah. So what he was doing, I made a video about this on TikTok. As soon as it hit, it went viral, they took it down. Yeah. Um, and they denied my appeal. And I'm like, I'm showing you facts. Like, what are you taking right. down? 
So anyway, so I'll explain what's going on at the border. So when Trump came into office, what he did was, yes, he had the cages. Yes, um, he was separating children from, you know, the adults and everything. So what he was doing was he was DNA testing every single adult that came across the border with with a child. Um, So with that said, um, even though everybody was bitching and moaning about it, um, they were DNA testing everybody. And you know what they found? More than 30% of those people that were DNA tested did not belong to that child. <laughs> More than 30%. Um, they didn't report on that because they didn't want anybody to know. So it, the coyotes that everybody made fun of him, that's what was going on. They were trafficking children in. Um, so yeah, he was separating them and he was keeping them separated because they didn't belong to that that adult. And he was trying it wasn't, to find... Yeah, it wasn't it, what they people were being told that it was. No, it wasn't what people were being told. Um so yes, he was DNA testing every single person that came across with a child. And they found more than 30% um, at one point was didn't belong to those to those children. So they were trying, what they were trying to do was find the proper parents, you know, where they came from. Now, mind you, these kids don't speak English. So it was right. very hard. It was a very difficult situation for them, but they were trying to do the best that they can to find the proper parents if they had them. They most likely came from, uh, you know, a country or wherever they came from that was poverty and all that stuff. So right. with that, you know, they were also trying to find um, proper foster care, background checked foster care right. that would take these children and make sure that they were put in the proper. So when Biden came into office, what did he do on day one? He canceled the he border. Overrode the order. He yep. canceled all of Trump's immigration policies. He canceled, actually, what he canceled was the DNA testing. He left the Border Patrol to actually, by visual, try to figure out who belonged to who. So right. there was a lot of controversy. So Biden turns around and said, okay, we'll do some DNA testing. And just in March of 2021 alone, 54,000 people came across the border with children. Do you know how many people they tested, DNA tested? 24 people. That's 24. the Biden administration. So, and with their policy, with Biden's policy, if anybody came across the border with a child, they were only testing like, say, two dozen people out of the 54,000 or whoever. I'm talking about March's numbers alone. Um, So you were allowed to come across the border with a child. You were only held for 72 hours. And then you were released into the country with a document saying, okay, you have to return to court to have your hearing. The problem right. is that because he was allowing so many people come across the border, the court date was not for two to three years from right. the moment that they got that document. So he was just releasing them. Now, the unaccompanied minors, now I'll get back to that court document, but the unaccompanied minors that were coming across, they were holding them in facilities and they were allowing anybody. They were actually requesting people and asking for volunteers. So people were showing up with documents saying, oh, yeah, I'm the aunt, I'm the uncle. And they were not checking the documents to see if they were fraud. And they were just passing these children off to these people. Now, somebody actually submitted early on. We're actually, uh, I ha- I'm speaking to somebody. We're trying to submit another Freedom of Information Act request. But when somebody re- uh, submitted the FOIA Act to find out where these kids are, over 6,000 kids from the first, like from early on, 6,000 kids actually went missing. They have no contact with them. They have no idea where they are. No I read that. Out. It's probably tripled since then. Um, they have no idea where they are. They actually probably handed them over to pedophiles traffickers uh, and who are using these kids and and you know being their pimps or whatever sick disgusting stuff they do and also with um uh what was it now i forgot what i was going to say about the the court documents but yeah this is what's going on at the border and they took my video down about this why you know they're shuffling kids on on planes in the middle of the night to all different states upstate new york you know uh tennessee where are you sending these kids? What are you doing? Putting them in sanctuary cities till, you know, you have your handlers come pick them up. Where are these kids going? And why is nobody asking? Nobody's like, asking. why is this not? Nobody's asking. You know, um, it's like, uh, yeah, okay, the border. Yeah, we shut the border. They didn't shut the border. No, they, they didn't. Still open. Where's they were supposed to, they were going to put in that, what, what were they, they were going to reinstate Trump's policy of, Basically, back to where he came from. I don't remember what it was called, but it never did happen. 
like, saying it and doing it, actions speak louder than words. That's what I'm you saying. Never I'm happened. a believer in, you know what? You could run your mouth as much as you want. Until I see it's physically done, then I'll believe you. Because I have seen shit. So let's kind of talk. Let's talk a little bit about this. We had a question up here and I wrote it down. I know you took it up, but I wrote it down. Um, so how do we look for the signs of traffic? Like, how do you look for signs of this on social media, on, you know, any, any kind of app that you may be on, or maybe even while you're out it, because we, we live right on I-29. And so there are fucking signs and phone numbers and places you can text and beepers. There's signs in the bathrooms, like there's certain code words that some of these truck stops have. So if you go into a bathroom at a truck stop here along this I-29, there's a code word there. If you come out and you go up to the register and you say the code word to the, the person working the register, then they have to, there's certain things that they have. Like there's things we can do, but like not everybody lives in a destination like this. So what are some things that people can do via, you know, social media and so on and so forth? Okay. So social media, like I even had somebody actually comment on my uh, video today. Uh, and I know it's a bot account, you know, yeah, uh, I get a lot but, of those too. I got you know, some like, on my life. I spot the bot accounts. They come after me like, like clockwork. Um, mm-hmm. This bot account actually on my video where I got my fundraiser approved through OUR rescue was, which was, is a very difficult task for somebody like me, but, um, Mm-hmm. Because I'm so outspoken and they're very particular who they allow to have their fundraisers um, mm-hmm. approved through their website directly. Because I don't like to touch money. Um, somebody actually commented on that video and I have yet to deal with them quite yet. And I left it there. That said, children are sexy. There's a lot of bot accounts out there. Oh, oh. There's also a lot of really angry, stupid teenage tween age kids out there who are just saying things to get a rise there's and and i get because i get a lot of that too like i've got a lot of them in my life right now y'all should be in like is it time to go back to school yet what's your deal i don't know what they're doing i've just been ignoring them but so there's a there's some lines there but yeah like when that happens do you look into those accounts then and are do I you did. and it's a child okay? it's a child okay. it's a video game child um so I'm probably not going to entertain it. Uh, Can I go find his mom? I've done that. You want I me to hunt down his mom? Mean, I have the means to find out exactly what their real name is and um, where they go live. Find their mom. Just so I'll you know. Call her. I'd want someone to fucking call me. If my kid, like, call me. Like, I'll call your mom. Listen, little Timmy's downstairs in the basement, and he's, he's just riling some shit up online. I'm going to send you some. We've, we've, we've messaged people's moms before. I'm, I'm not even ashamed about that at all. Not even a little bit, but I'm not. I'm like, listen, your kid just told me that he hopes that I I get raped by a thousand men and that I die because I won't wear a mask. Do you know your kid's doing this? Do you know how I found you? You're like the second person he followed. You're his, and there's a picture of you and him in your profile picture. We need to talk. And then I never heard from that a kid again. He just disappeared. (laughs) Let me tell you something. The majority of the accounts on TikTok are bot accounts. They are. from the the amount of work that I do outside the app with um, certain people that help me uh, finding out stuff, um, the majority of them are bot accounts. Um, they are nothing. They're just a computer, or they are you know a phone uh, wired up to you know with a hundred. So what's the point? It, to do what? To take That's us what out. I don't get. That's their mission is to take us out. That I will tell you. They, you but know, by by doing that, that doesn't make sense. They could just take but us out. I will tell you that um, there are a lot of accounts. If you actually take a minute to go look at, before you react to the comments, go look at the person's account. Um, yeah. If it's somebody that actually has content, um, look at what the content is. If it's, you know, like random shit of cats and flower pots. Or, and this, it's or possible, other, uh, other people's or, TikToks. Right. That's what um, but if you look at the person who they're following, and if you see that they're following numerous children's accounts, um, okay. if you see that th- those are the things you want to look for. So, you know, we do that on the uh, behind the scenes where we actually find these accounts. And, and that's why I don't post, you know, like go attack this account, because we want to make sure that we're getting everybody that this person is following or as following them. Because a mm-hmm. lot of the times, um, most of the pedophile accounts will be following them. There was something that actually happened recently that there was a veil that was lifted on all of these counts that you could never find if you searched for them. But there was a veil that was lifted and all of these accounts came out into exposure. 
and it became a big, huge free-for-all for us that hunt. And we started finding them. But so the problem is, is that we don't want to expose them quite yet on TikTok for everybody to go attack that account. Because what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're getting everybody that's involved mm-hmm. that's in their following a followers list. We want to make sure that we're getting all of them because they we are finding the head of the snake in a lot of these accounts. And it has also transferred over to things like Discord. Discord is a very, very huge. There was something that was uncovered on Discord that they were actually selling kids on Discord. Are you serious? Yes. And child pornography. Um, you know, we've all worked together and we've all uncovered this stuff. So we work behind the scenes primarily. And then, so, you know, I work with IP conflict. Um, okay. I'm also now um, going to be uh, talking to UPH, which is United Pedophile Hunter. Um, okay. And we are working behind the scenes. But, you know, anybody that wants to get involved, you know, message me and I'll put you in the right direction as far as emails and as far as the pages. You could actually become part of IP conflict in their private, uh, you know, pages and stuff like that to find out how to, um, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to plug. So relentless Mikey. So here's the deal since you got this up and I'm thinking about it. So I've got a section down at the bottom of my YouTube and I didn't know you were doing this or I would have added it tonight before we went live, but I will add you to the channels that we love. I'll have it done by tomorrow, you guys. And that way you can go and subscribe to their podcast too, because they're going to tune in and go, weekly and they're going to talk more about a, a lot of this stuff. And, and that's, and I'm going to be like, this is something I'm going to, I don't tune into a ton of podcasts, but this is one I will definitely come to. This is something that I am very passionate about. I don't speak a lot about it because I, because I don't, but it's, it's, it's a very, very tough topic to talk about. You know, there's a lot involved with it. People don't realize how much is involved. You know, not only are we, um, it's not only just at the border, you know, OER Rescue, go look at on YouTube. It's your neighbors. It's a lot of, um, you know, they traffic them here because the customer is here. You know, if you want to know who your convicted pedophiles are in your, in your neighborhood, go to familywatchdog.us. Oh, no, .ac, familywatchdog.ac, I believe it is. Anyway, now all are, have, well, are all those links in your link tree? I have to add that one. I just broke okay. that up on my on the podcast just recently. You could no go worries. to Family Watchdog and type in your address, and it will tell you color coded if there is a child, whether they're home or not home, where they live. You could click on the dot, the 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 icon. I have one that lives right up the block from me. I see him outside every single day. It'll tell you, show you the picture. It'll tell you what they are convicted of. Oh yeah. I am. I was trying to pull it up, but it's not pulling up for me. I'll have to look at it. Family. Let me see what it is. Hold on. Let me, let me look it up. It's family. I went to familywatchdog.com. No, it's it's .us. Familywatchdog.us. There it is. Oh, and then you can hold on and I'll share it with you guys really quick. Give me one second. I'm getting better at this. A lot faster. I typed in actually. um, That's it. Uh, the White House address, and if I tell you the amount of freaking pedophiles that are in D.C. is disgusting. Red what's, and- the, what's the White House address? Give me the address. Seventeen Pennsylvania Avenue. I feel like I should have known that. Whoops. I was expecting one right on the White House for Biden. <laughs> he's not convicted, though, yet. No, he's not convicted. <laughs> you know what? You're going to think I'm stupid, but t- spell Pennsylvania for me. <laughs> and, and there you go. Wait, no, no. P-E-N-N-S, yeah, Pennsylvania Avenue, but Washington, D.C. Look, they don't even give it as an option because they don't want you to look. But it, it, the amount of, oh, wait till you see this, Avenue, Washington, D.C., yeah. Washington, there it is. Ohio, there it is. There it is. Watch, watch, watch all the pedophiles in D.C. around the White House. It's like a lottery. What the hell are they doing to you? Oh, it's just crap. Oh, my God. It's, oh, my God. Look at all of them. All right, so here's your map. So red and maroon <laughs> is the pedophiles. Oh. Offenses against a child, offender's home. So just your pink and their maroon. Yep, there's rape, and then that's yellow. And 
Look at all of these people. And they, like the yellow triangles will show you where schools are. And it's funny how they're all near schools. What? Offender yeah, click on one of those other? red ones. Click on one of them. Like the maroon ones? Yeah, click on one. Hello! It'll this show you. Robert. It'll show Alexander. you everything. It is the best website. You want to find out who's in your area, type in your address, and you will find out who is convicted and registered in your area. I'm going to just email that. Actually, no, I don't even need to email it. I'll just, I'm going to send this. We're just going to take a clip. <clears throat> there might be some stuff going on here at the day castle. No, I'm just, that's, but there is, I mean, and people need to know. And I think for, a, I think for a long time, the, area. the reason, the reason it got so bad and the reason that it's as bad as it is now, even if you take all the demonic kid hunting shit out of it, take all that out of it. The reason it got so bad as it is now is because for a really long time, it wasn't talked about. Like, even in the church, because I can remember, like, I was a salty kid. I was nine or ten. I'm sorry. And my mom, my mom, she didn't, she didn't call cops. She called her pastor, who then came over and was like, well, just stay away from them. Oh, please. Okay. In Don't my own house. started with the church. In my own house. You want Not me to stay away from them? Okay. That lasted a two more years. And then we, uh, we, I dipped out. I moved out. But um, yeah, the church is, that's like the front running. Let's go. We got a few. Good. Give us a front down. What do you think about the church? The church? Yeah. Church is the, listen to me. Um, I was raised uh, Lutheran, Protestant, you know, um, my husband's Catholic. So when I got married, he wanted to get married in his Catholic church. And I said, fine, I didn't have to convert. They just asked me to promise to raise my children Catholic. And I said, I have no problem with that. No problem. So, you know, we got married in the Catholic church. Um, I had my, you know, whatever. Um, I raised my kids Catholic. They have gone, um, Hey Fox. Um, I have, you know, they've gone through the communion, um, and all that, but the way I feel is I'm sorry. All I see is give me more money. Give me more money. Give yeah. me an envelope. You want to come here? Give me more money. More, And I'm like, you know, I know that the Vatican has covered up a lot of, I don't know if a lot of people had seen my video that there was over 300,000 people at that point, uh, as of two months ago that actually came forward that they were abused through the Catholic church by priests. Um, and it, it actually was growing. Um, the Vatican has spent your envelopes in covering up and shuffling priests mm -hmm. around, you know, to the churches. I just don't trust them. And for me, if you want to pray to God, whoever your God is, you can do that in your own home. You don't need to do it in some type of building. And that's my opinion. I'm not pushing that on anybody. That's my opinion. The way I saw it is, and my husband finally agreed with me. I said, I'm not doing, I'm not going any further. They received communion. We did the whole thing. We paid an arm and a leg through the church to have my kids receive communion. I'm sorry. I just don't trust it anymore. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not leaving my kids in, in a church with these people anymore. I've just seen too much. So you know what? God is everywhere. Whoever your God is. I don't care. We're, 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 we're all, we're here for that. Like we're going through don't care who you got is. shit. We don't have to be in a building giving an envelope of money where I have churches that I have left and signed out of and moved to another church. They're still sending me a package of envelopes. They still want my money. They could give two craps if I show up. They want me to mail in my envelopes of money. And I'm like. Can we talk about how some of the churches are still closed and sided with a lot of these governors on the COVID restrictions too, right? So you could go to Walmart and you could go and get your slushy from the Dairy Queen or whatever, but you couldn't go to church. And the churches were like, no, 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 you can't come in. And so people would stand like it was. The, she's right. So then you're still giving money. But then what the hell are you giving them money for? You can't go. I like, do, however, believe that there's a lot of good priests out there. I do. And they've spoken out. And they've boy, I'm going to I'm going to struggle with that. I have the same feeling no, about doctors, there's a, too. There's like, a I that actually, you know, we actually he's actually they're trying to silence this man. Uh, Chad, if you're in the comments, what's his name again? You could actually look him up on YouTube. He's in hiding. They're coming after him because he's calling them out. For the trafficking, for the COVID, for all of it. Everything. Fucking A. Johnson, I need oh, to get him on the show. Everything. He's Does he want to come on the show? Everything. And he's pretty, he is in hiding. They actually, they've been going after him like crazy. 
And him, I actually believe in because you know what? He actually, like I said, there's good judges. There's good and evil in everything. There there's is. Good cops, there's bad cops. There's good teachers. There's bad teachers. There's good priests. There's bad priests. You know, there's good and evil in everything. I think, but I feel like, um, you know. I feel like the evil, the bad has been really given a big platform the last couple of years. Because though, in, we have been so can, blind to it. And they right. have been doing it under our noses. Indoctrinating everybody. In Hollywood. In the music world. You know, all of it. They've been coming out with all of this Satanism. And I, you know. Um, it's it's bad like we we and you can talk all about it here like we're i told you we're just kind of i'm here for all of this and right now and i had this conversation with texan last night now texan isn't big in the conspiracy theories and he gets a little testy when i bring them up he's like listen ship that just sounds dumb and like listen tex everything that i'm seeing in front of me sounds dumber than what i'm actually looking up like i believe that that i <laughs> <laughs> I believe that the Biden administration is kind of a big hoax right now I and it because, it, because it makes more sense in my brain than what I'm seeing happening in front of me. Than what I'm seeing when, when he comes out and he fumbles through all of these, these press conferences, like how are you going to, and it makes more sense. Like, why didn't they put like Beto O'Rourke as like, why didn't the Democrats push somebody that they could control, but that, that could actually, you know, play the part but they didn't they put joe biden and he's deteriorating in front of us he's that a doesn't puppet. make that doesn't make sense but he's he, is he he's a puppet but who's he's a puppet for and what is the reasoning Sorry. that's where i'm at okay i don't have that theory Rothschild, I, have, Rockefeller. I, I had uh, so i asked you earlier on in the live whether you believe that all of this had been taken care of or not and so i have this theory that it already kind of has been but the reason that we're having to go through all this, because we still got the magoos of the world out there thinking that they, all of, you know, all of this is still bullshit, but they're starting to wake up. And this is because like even the people that were all big into Joe Biden and Democrats are starting to be like, geez, this, this kind of blows. Like, yeah, it does kind of blow, doesn't it? Right. Because it's not going to affect you until it affects your life. People aren't going to care until it affects their life, their wallet, their pocketbook. And that's what's right. happening right now. I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory side. This yeah. is not proof. This is just my opinion. Yes, strictly um, opinion. Conspiracy thought side of this. Yeah, I think that this is all a show. Yeah. I think that things have been handled, but it needs to happen this way because people need to see. You need to see yeah. what's been going on. I think that Trump aligned himself with so many rhinos on purpose for that term. And, and, you know, I remember things that he had said, like things that like, I'm going to be going away for a while. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, you have to lose everybody just to see. Lose, what, right. Yeah. You know, expose the, everybody. The you Fauci know? stuff. Do you remember like he came out and he was like, Dr. Fauci, he's going to. And it was so Dr. weird. And we were like, this guy's fucking like, who is this guy? And nobody really knew who Dr. Fauci was. And all of a sudden, Dr. Fauci is in the forefront and he almost seemed uncomfortable with it. He's like, you know, I don't know. But now all of a sudden, Dr. Fauci sticking beagles' heads in nets and letting sand flies eat them alive. Now all of a sudden, Dr. Fauci killed a bunch of fucking babies that nobody wanted in an effort to cure AIDS, which is a fucking virus that they made intentionally themselves anyway. Like, Dr. Fauci is a monster. He is a and monster. It and I still stand behind that he will be the first arrest. I, now, I don't even. I don't I think he will be. He actually, you know what? And, and you know, like people like Rand Paul and stuff like that. And when I say rhinos, I'm like, I don't trust anybody right or left. I honestly, I don't um, actually speak a lot of the words. If you want to come out and actually talk about this shit, Lindsey Graham and all of you, you know what? Put you, let's go. Let's fucking do something. Let me go. Do something. We got Rand Paul loves saying. Every opportunity when he asked Fauci in Congress saying, do you want to retract your statement when he had the proof that he lied? Mm -hmm. That's when he should have said, okay, arrest this man. But he, he didn't. Did that's shit. two he sides of the same coin. They're, they're like best friends pretending to be enemies that are secretly best friends. So you can't buy into any of this. This is why, like, I get so kind of like with the Republicans and everyone's like, well, we need all the Republicans. No, we need the right people. I don't yeah. give a fine. Drain but... the swamp. Drain it, it all out. Right. All out. Let's and you need crash. You got to have a balance too. You can't have just the wholehearted and then the whole, you can't, you got to have this balance. And are uh, you listen, all of the, listen, 
Republicans are shit people too. I'm pretty sick of people coming and be like, Democrats are evil. Yeah, well, so are a lot of Republicans. This is why I don't really go with yeah. either one. I'm just here. Like, you I'm, know what? I'm it, you know, we're so uh, on TikTok. I see so much of the left. You know, uh, I've never not once commented on an opposing view on TikTok. No. Not once in 16 accounts. Not once. Can I honestly say and proudly say have never once. I actually. I, um, I don't comment. I watch my own content. Right. I don't run in circles. I don't do any of that crap. I don't bring drama to my page. I keep my message very clear. And that's it. Like, if you're not here for my message, then I have no fucking use for you. If you want to bring drama to my page, I'm not taking part in it. I cut mm -hmm. you off behind the scenes. I deal with my drama behind the scenes. And I will never take away from the kids ever. Because in mm -hmm. my, my personal opinion, the kids are way more important than your goddamn fucking high school drama. I'm not doing mm -hmm. it. I'm not doing it. Um, but with that said, also, you know, somebody actually with IP conflict, uh, put me in touch with somebody on the left okay. while I smile. And, um, and I'm like, oh my God, I have her blocked. Why do I have her blocked? So I unblocked her and he put me and I duetted her video because she was uncovering the child ring on discord. And I duetted her video. We wound up on the phone. She's on the left. Um, she considers herself a liberal. Um, and we wound up on the phone and we had a conversation and, we found out that there was so much common ground that we agreed on, even though she considers herself a Democrat and everything. But we mm -hmm. we agreed on so many things as far as compromising uh, in the middle with certain things. And I'm actually good friends with her now. We talk on yeah. the phone with girlfriends and we are we join teams and um, she's got a very large platform. She's almost got 200,000 followers. And um, even though she says that she's a Democrat and she says that she's a liberal and all that stuff. Um, she came on our show and everything, and everybody was so surprised at her views that she was willing to have a discussion civilly mm -hmm. without cursing, yelling, abusing, you know, all of this stuff. And I said, these are the type of people that I like to have conversations with. I want to have this discussion. I want to be able to find that middle ground that we could agree on and make it work. You know, I'm not. We've, we've always said, like, the un the unity, we're never going to unify on politics. We're never going to unify. On, it's just. It's probably never going to happen. But if there's one thing that is going on that every single person needs to get behind, it's this. And if you are not able to get behind the child trafficking and what's happening, then you're just on the wrong side. And it doesn't matter what Republican, Democrat political view you are. Like, you're not on our side. You need to go. Like, kids, at the end of the day, it's all about. The kids, that. when they're being rescued, do you think that they're asking, who did you vote for? No, no. They could give two flying Fs. They don't care. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, with our podcast and stuff, we're trying to start a rally um, on May, May 21st. 21st. Um, 21st. From, it's it's called Dark to Light. And, um, you know, New Jersey, where I am, and we're going to, uh, because I have some celebrity connections and stuff like that, we're going to try and make it big here in New Jersey. But I want to, you know, try and get this across, make it global. I have people from Australia. I have people from Canada, New Zealand, uh, all over the place. Uh, all over Sweden, Norway that are willing to take part in this. And I said, listen, mm -hmm. if we could make this a global day, by all means, let's make this a global day. Let's all get out there. But I am going to be very stubborn about this shit. I don't want it to be political. I don't want it to be American flags. I don't want it to be Trump Biden. I don't give a crap who I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable getting out there and getting loud for these kids because these kids don't give a flying F who you voted for and where you stand politically. They just want to be rescued. And if we could all get that out there, unified, united, and do that for these kids and raise our voices for them, let's do it. I'm game. I'm totally down. Like I said, if there's one thing that's going to unite us all, it, it better be this. And yeah. with that, I can't think of a better time. We're right over an hour, and I can't think of a better time to end um, this live, this amazing, amazing live that I'm so glad that I have. But to a Patreon mama, usually at the end of the lives, I give my guests an opportunity to give everybody a final thought. So do you have any final thoughts, anything you want to leave everybody with kind of at the end of all of this? You know what? Um, despite everything that's going on and despite, you know, um, you know, this bullshit that's going on with this asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. <laughs> um, there are bigger things <clears throat> going on in the world. And even though the mainstream media doesn't want to report on it, you know, <clears throat> There are yeah, people there like Ship. There's people like myself that are going to get out there and actually raise our voices for it. Um, 
And one thing I, I will always do is I will always stand up for these kids. Um, no matter how many times I get taken down, I'm always going to come back even louder. And I really believe the that kids, it's going to end with, it's going to end with us. The kids like, are I, our future. And if we this, are not fighting for them, what is our future going to show for us? You know, we gotta, we really gotta, um, really fight for them. We're, we're their voices. We got to bring them to light. There are so many victims that I speak to that are so thankful and everything because they don't have the platform and I'm giving them that platform. I want to give them that voice. So let's just get loud for these kids and let's rescue as many as we can. Absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much for coming on. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out to the live tonight. I appreciate it. We're going to wrap this up. Tonight is... Wednesday, tomorrow morning, we are live with Jen Snow in the morning show. So we'll wrap up a little bit about this as well. And we'll talk about the more of our current events. And then tomorrow night, we're back on with Alpha Ann on. So keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi. And watch out for deer. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> you think it's so fucking gay? Oh.